But anyways, thank you so much for for watching, listening. If you're subscribed to the podcast, thank you for subscribing on YouTube, Spotify, um, iTunes, Google Play, Google Play, whatever you wherever you listen, however you listen. I just appreciate it so much. And um, hey, if it's if you're listening to the recording of this and you're listening on a certain platform, watching on a certain platform, I would love it if you would subscribe, like, leave a review, which is really helpful um, for this podcast to get out there more into the world and to the right audience and people who are looking for stuff like this. So thank you so much. Now that that's out of the way, welcome to another episode of Millennials in Ministry. Today I have on the show the one, the only, Ivory Myers, the third dancer, choreographer, husband to Jenna, who's an amazing dancer. It's so privileged to be able to work with her on some projects. But uh, Ivory, thank you for being with us, man. How are you doing? I'm good. And, um, I'm really good. I just got back from this meeting for work. And uh, you ever just like show up somewhere and realize you're like, entirely underdressed for your <laughs> that has happened to me a couple times that was me i rolled in there it was like this really fancy restaurant i got like my 1995 windbreaker for goodwill <laughs> <laughs> right, let's talk business <laughs> oh my gosh that is so funny yeah it was great well hey you're dressed perfectly for this interview so it didn't go to waste nice but Ivory, you know, for those who are watching that may not know a little bit about you, tell us about what you do. I know you dance. I know you choreograph. But where do you do it? How did you get into it? Tell us about you. Oh, man. Okay. Let's see. Um, currently, I'm dancing um, with uh, a few people. I, I dance with my, um, my dude's movement called Crown, my boy Marcus. Marcus Jones, he started this dance movement, and I'm uh, helping him co-direct uh, that and I'm dancing also with uh, uh, who else am I dancing with right now? One of my really best friends, really good friends. Um, she's like my sister. Her name's Kirsten KT. I'm dancing with oh, her. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm dancing with her. We're actually Very cool. we're putting together a thing for um, Remix. Um, yeah, week. I'm going to be there. You're going to be at Remix? Yes. So we'll be, yeah. We'll I'm be. excited. That's going to be great. Yeah. We'll You're be. talking about the Remix conference? The conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. So I'm doing that, and uh, I teach at a studio in North Phoenix called Royal. Um, teach a lot of really cool young artists there, and mm -hmm. I just, uh, I'm all over the place. I do a lot of like freelance stuff. Like I'm setting a I'm setting a routine. I just choreographed a routine at a high school in Anthem, so I do a lot of like local high school gigs, choreographing, guest teach, all of yeah. That. Um, but uh, how I started dancing, is that, was that the yeah. part of that? Man. That yeah, how'd you get into it? Like, where did this all begin? Well, let's see. Um, I mean, I grew up in a, in a family that was just constantly, like, the house was full of music. Um, my mom is uh, super Latina, <laughs> like, straight out of Mexico. <laughs> and uh, my dad is from here. He's, um, uh, he's, from, uh, he's from Arizona and... Um, he's, uh, he's African-American. And so there was always, you know, cumbia music, mariachi music, and there was Run DMC and uh, okay. Cool in the Game. Yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire, all that stuff. So anyhow, I grew up in a, <clears throat> in a music-influenced uh, household. And so I remember just, like, you know, dancing from the time I could 
understand rhythm and, and just kind of like understand sure. like this is music you know what i'm saying and uh actually my first my first like cypher experience i remember i was uh i was three years old i was um it was at a a cousin's wedding and um i just basically like shut the cypher down i was like the only one in the in the cypher and just like really get my groove on i had my little tuxedo my little white tuxedo i was a ringer <laughs> so i was like gliding all over the floor and just you know imitating, yeah imitating michael jackson and and um yeah always dancing in my living room just like you know trying to do the things i saw on tv trying to moonwalk trying to um you know get jiggy like like james brown and so anyhow <clears throat> i just grew up moving i was just a, a natural mover yeah a natural freestyler um but i didn't take my official like my first official dance class until my senior year of high school um hmm. i was a jock all through high school i played sports um i wrestled i played football i ran track and um, wow yeah i was you know just i just like sports i like i like the the physical challenges and all that stuff of it yeah but, um after football season my senior year, I was like, all right, well, like, um, I'm done. Like, I, I, only did, <laughs> I did track to stay in shape after football season. So after football yeah. season, my senior year, I was like, well, I'm just going to dance. So I took my first dance class um, senior year. And then my dance teacher at the time, she was actually a part of this, uh, this like, semi-professional company, team, whatnot. And... Mm -hmm. uh, she was like, hey, my, <clears throat> this group I dance with, we're having auditions, we need more guys, you should come out. So um, I auditioned for that and made it. So I started, I guess, wow. dancing professionally, semi-professionally, 19 years old. Um, okay. And I did that for a while. And then um, I didn't start dancing, like pursuing it, like seriously. Um, mm -hmm. So I was like, I think 20 or 21, probably 21, closer to 22. Um, I started going to school for dance. I changed my major a whole bunch of times. And I was, okay. I was like, you know what? I just was, uh, I was um, just not really, not really feeling like I was um, in my purpose. Just kind of like yeah. choosing things to go to school for because it, it sounded like a good idea. Like yeah. this career might pay a lot or this, you know, seems like it'll be, um, you know, a good idea, but nothing felt like it was what I was, wired for you know like just sure. kind of created for so i started dancing and i entered the dance program at the community college i was at <clears throat> and started training in um ballet uh modern jazz i took a bunch wow. of, yeah i took a, a bunch of partnering partnering classes and yeah um yeah just really like fully like just dove in head first and just immersed myself in it i ended up transferring transferring to uh to ASU, I got into the, the dance program there and uh, graduated with my my bachelor's in fine arts. In, That's cool. Yeah, 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 performance and choreography. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, it was just, it's just been a incredible journey of just yeah. dancing my life away. Dance is how I met my wife. I met her through a mutual dance friend. And uh, yeah, we, um, we've been dancing this duet of marriage for five years now. Congratulations. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, dance has always been, it's always been a part of who I, who I am. Um, it just, it's just been something that I, I feel like I am 
um, like sometimes when I don't know what to say, when I don't know what to like journal, when I don't when I don't know what to pray, like yeah, dancing it out, dancing that expression, yeah, is yeah. more more effective uh, avenue for me. So yeah, that's really cool. That's one really cool, a couple really cool things that I like about you and your wife mm -hmm. is that um, I, I love that picture of you guys dancing together because you're like super hip hop, you know, and she's super on the lyrical side and like, oh, wow, they can do things together. And it's funny because when we did that project with my sister for uh, a young adult event, uh, she mentioned she was like, we've done some projects together. It's like, we're not like the best, like long term partners, dancing partners, but we have had some good yeah. experiences. Yeah. You know, but I love that you have so many different types of dance that you've done mm -hmm. and your your background is is all over overall, like in so many different things. But I feel like there's each of us has a story and I'm so intrigued by yours because of the content that you constantly put out about God. And not only do you dance, but you're a rapper as of late too. You dabble in that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so but yeah, Godly Gaines says best of both worlds of dancing. So um, I would love to know from you, what was maybe the monumental life event that shaped your life and your walk with God um, and, and serving Christ, um, what was it that just really changed your heart and, and helped you grow spiritually? Wow. That's deep, fam. <laughs> <laughs> That's deep. Um, yeah. Shoot, turn my hat backwards for this one. Um, <laughs> so I had, I had an injury, actually. <clears throat> Um, so I didn't, I didn't grow up in church also. Uh, it's funny cause, um, my IG name is I am church obviously. And, uh, yeah. I feel like a lot of people, like that's my dance name. That's my nickname that, um, my homies on a, a dance crew that I was on. Um, yeah. they dubbed me that nickname. And, um, I feel like because of that, like, because my nickname is church, people assume or have like this misconception that like I was born in church or like uh -huh. raised in church but like that that wasn't the case at all I actually yeah um I didn't I didn't get introduced to who Jesus is until I was like 18 I think I was 18 um and really like that's when I made the decision to like my own personal decision and like acknowledge Jesus as Lord and mm -hmm. um but after that I feel like it was just more like this this um this moment that made me feel really good. Like I had yeah. like, I felt like um like a thousand pounds have been had been lifted off my chest, off my shoulders, and I was just like, wow, mm. like I feel good. And I didn't really like mm. dedicate or like commit myself to like um getting to know who Jesus is personally and like getting to um just really didn't dedicate like time to like uh, really like figure out the the importance of the decision I had just made. Sure, so sure, when, yeah. So when I joined that dance, that dance company at 19, I kind of just like, just kind of started doing my own thing. And I was like, oh, wow, I can do this and get paid for it. Like, this is what I'm gonna do mm -hmm. for the rest of my life. Um, however, I had an accident where I was, um, I was tumbling, I was like flipping. And um, my shoe came off when I was in the air. And the foot, because I taught myself how to tumble, mistake number one. I didn't have, <laughs> I didn't wow. have any, like, formal training. I was, like, with my friends one time. They all knew how to flip. 
and we went to a park with a thick patch of grass and like that's where I learned to wow you know, I had like poor training poor technique so I'm in the air and my shoe falls off and the foot um my sock foot landed first and so I, I've slipped and almost like did another front flip but um my face stopped me <laughs> I like landed no. face first and um I really like yeah that was like it sounds, I mean, it was kind of just like my road to Damascus moment, I'd say, because mm. like, um, I, uh, I just like really jacked up like myself physically. And then from that, like it yeah. really affected me like mentally and emotionally and spiritually. And at that point I was just like, dude, like if I can't dance, then like, what am I good for? Kind of, kind of thing, you know? And everyone's rock bottom is different. And I feel like that was mine because like I was out, I couldn't dance for a while. And it was just like one of the most, dark depressing like wow. yeah it was really a really painful season a painful time <clears throat> and uh so when uh I had made the decision to like rededicate my life and and um I went and visited the church with um I had some cousins that I, I reconnected with and they <laughs> invited me to their church which is now still my home church to this day um Shout out Faith Christian Center, FCC, what's good? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I went and I, and, I, and I couldn't tell you anything about like what was preached or what was ministered, but like I knew I was like just there for the, the altar call, you know what I'm saying? Like the altar call mm -hmm. came, um, they gave the invitations of rededicating or joining the church or, you know, receiving salvation. And so I, I was like, you know what? I settled in my heart that I was like, God, this is, this is the last altar call I'm going to answer. Like, I'm not, mm. I'm not going to like be here one week and there another and making the decision, yeah. you know, this day. And then the next day I'm not, I was like, I'm going to answer this altar call. And, um, and then that, you know, that was it. So I feel like that mm. was the most pivotal moment because since then, like <clears throat> I was 19 when that, when I made that decision and um, you know, I'm, I'm 33 now. And so like, I, yeah. I've, uh, I've, um, I haven't had to, you know, get to the place where I'm like, man, I'm so far from God or, you know, mm -hmm. so, so far from hearing his voice. And, uh, you know, definitely had seasons where I'm just like, man, like life sucks. You know what I mean? You have those seasons yeah. where I'm just like, I've been frustrated and angry and annoyed and, and, um, just, you know, disappointed and uh, yeah. all that God, you know what I'm saying? And just yeah. like, you know, the church and whatnot, but still knowing that like okay like if jesus isn't the anchor to my soul like like I, yeah i kind of how do you lose it. how do you deal with those emotions because i feel like that is a lot of what you just listed off some of some of which i've been dealing with the, today you yeah. know what i mean so <laughs> like how do you deal with those emotions when you're feeling angry sad especially with your relationship with god um what do you do <laughs> to get through those moments? Uh, I cry. <laughs> I cry a lot. Um, yeah. I, I allow myself to, to feel those emotions. And, and um, I think for a while, I felt like I, I got into this, uh, this mindset that um, those feelings weren't okay. Um, they, mm. weren't, they weren't allowed, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, because we're supposed to be led by the spirit and not our feelings and not our emotions and um, mm -hmm. hear those things. And you get, I got taught that, which was all, it was great. And, you know, truth, there's, 
there's truth in that. But at the same time, I was thinking that like, oh, okay, so the minute I feel any other emotion other than the spirit leading me, then, you know, I'm wrong. I'm wrong for that. Yeah. Um, wow. Whereas now, if I feel angry, if I feel frustrated, like first acknowledging it and realizing that like they may be valid or I may just, yeah. be, I may also just be in my feelings and may just, you know, mm -hmm. I may be dramatic in that moment. Um, yeah. You know, cause Jesus says like, it's okay to be angry. Like just don't sin in your anger. Mm -hmm. Like anger is going to come. Frustrations are going to happen. So, um, you know, acknowledging that and be like, yo, this is how I'm feeling. And then just being real about it with God, like, yo, this is, this is how I feel, you know, just, I just really admire David and his, and his prayers. Cause this guy was yeah. just like exhorting God and just like yeah. expressing his love and his, his, um, affection for God, you know, one chapter and then the next chapter, he's like, I want you to gnash the teeth of everyone who feels some kind, you know what I'm saying? So he was just like yep. really real and raw mm -hmm. about how he felt. <clears throat> um, so anyhow, just yeah, crying before the Lord, like, literally crying but then also just like crying out and be like god this is this is how i feel this is how i feel yeah. what I'm going through um and then just allowing like his grace to kind of you know coach me through it coach me through that moment but then also i mean you know there's dance like not everyone has that obviously not everyone yeah. can dance out their frustrations but i mean mm -hmm. i feel like anyone can if anyone you know has seen footloose you can uh <laughs> the gun and just air punch it out or something yeah <laughs> uh, um so and then you know as a risk I, I started writing you know I, I write a lot and um I think in those moments it doesn't even have to be a rhyme you know what I mean it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be I'm writing a rap it just is me like writing out what I'm going through writing out a situation that made me feel some kind of way and um and just being um being okay with not being okay yeah, being yeah. being okay with being transparent, um, being mm. being okay with um, showing emotion at all. I feel like that's yeah. you know a big stigma that uh, um, or yeah, just like a a miss a misunderstanding or so, I don't know. I just feel like guys get get told don't show emotion. You know, if you're when you're a little boy, if you cry, then you know you get told you're you're weak or you're a punk or. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you crying? Can you crying? This, this, and that. And um, I mean, me personally, I was a mama's boy. So anytime I got in trouble or if I felt like scared or worried, like mm -hmm. it was like that for me to start crying. I was just like, I always got made fun of for crying because I was just, I was just yeah. an emotional kid like that. Um, but yeah, you know, just. Uh, I think that's wise. I think it's wise because you, like, my sister, who she she gave like like four of these little emojis just now in the feed here, but uh, she's a dancer as well, and she talks a lot about um, like not being afraid to show your emotions, and it is true, you know. Like I think there's a message in the church that is truth, you know, to uh, have like, but sometimes I think we equate faith with not processing your emotions which also were given to us by God, you know, and then you really can't grow out of how you feel if you don't admit how you're feeling in the right. present moment, you know? So um, I think that's really, really great what you said. And then somebody else said, hey, spit a few bars. Can you spit a few bars on your raps a little bit here? I don't know how you feel about that, but what do, what do you say? Like right now, this second? <laughs> 
Only if you want to, though. That that was just somebody from the crowd asking. Can we save it for the end? Yeah, let's save it for the end. Deal, deal. Um, but but no, I appreciate you saying that, and I think that that's a really important message for people to to hear when it comes to just processing their relationship with God and growth and all of that. Mm-hmm. And um, I also want to ask you, just like your heart for dance and your heart for what you do, like you're so artistic, and I think um, artists like bleed emotion, mm-hmm. but they also just lead creativity and art and i'm just so curious for you uh, maybe for you and your wife if you're doing stuff together or just you um in this next year what are you most excited about doing like what well let me ask you this first like what's your heartbeat for like what you want to do in the art world wow. for your life you wow. know like what is what is your heart man <clears throat> i wasn't ready for these questions fam <laughs> hey there's no there's no wrong way to answer no, so just good. whatever they're good though no it's all good i um my heartbeat for art is uh, i love i love um i love youth i love teaching i love being around younger people um yeah uh growing up i was i was in this weird age range where a lot of my cousins were either a lot older than me or they were a lot younger than me so Mm -hmm. I I just kind of gravitated to hanging out with the younger ones and um you know I had I had the older ones or like my uncles being like yo you don't have to babysit the kids you can da 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 and I'm like I'm not babysitting them I'm hanging out with them you mean like I (laughs) genuinely enjoyed um being around I genuinely enjoy being around younger people and um I love um speaking into them and just um encouraging them and being the person you know it's been said before being the person that i needed growing up so yeah my 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 thing with with art and with dance is just like i want my students or i want people who i teach a class to or set a piece on like um everything that i i create choreographically is a part of me like i i Mm -hmm. it's very rare that i choreograph something just for the sake of movement you know what i'm saying like uh, i'm not the kind mm-hmm. of choreographer that's like oh i have this dope song with this dope movement i need a, a body to choreograph it on learn this movement i don't care anything about your thoughts or your feelings or even if you can do the movement all right good job see you later and i like don't exchange any words with you other than just like learning my movement. Yeah. i mean that's not the kind of that's not the kind of choreographer i am um mm-hmm. i i just want <clears throat> to be able to i want my art to um to more to do more like have more of an impact and yeah impact people's lives um then rather than impress them i think it was mm-hmm. it was lecrae that, that wrote that in a in a song uh that he's like you know he just said like i'm not here to impress i'm here to impact and um and that's that's really it because i i want to be able i want my art to be able to leave a, a legacy um yeah so that way, like when I'm too old to do it, you know what I'm saying? What I've poured in and what I've devoted into um, teaching, um, you know, my students and, and those around me, like I want, I want them to be better than what, yeah. they, what they were before I, I came around. That's always kind of just like what I've been <clears throat> trained or like conditioned to um, how to approach my, the things I, I work on or the things I'm a part of is like, when the season comes for me to not be there to you know the season ends for whatever it is i'm working on or working with 
um, for it to be better than what it was um, before I got there. And uh, that's good. That's uh, that's my heart. That's my heart. That's good. My dancing with, you know, with what I what I write, with what I put out, as far as like my rap. Yeah. Style, like it's just I want I want it to um, I want people to be better after hearing it. That's awesome. <clears throat> that's awesome. Imani says it's like discipleships. It's like you have a heart to to love people and to leave them better than when you first encountered them, which Absolutely. is awesome. Absolutely. Hey, uh, so before we have you spit some bars, I got one more question for you. <laughs> I'm gonna give you like a prep question, but this last question I want to ask. I try to ask all of my guests um, because this podcast was created for millennials who want to make an impact in their community. Mm-hmm. What's one piece of advice that you would give to other millennials out there who are wanting to make an impact in their world? Hmm, that's good. <clears throat> um, I'd say first, you can't do it alone. Um, you obviously have your own voice. You have your own gifts. I have my own, um, you know, things that I'm good at that only I can do or that, you know, God has gifted me to do. But there's um, a lot of people who do a lot of things better than me. Um, so mm. I feel like um, I call them my tribe. I have my tribe of people who um, yeah. have the same heart, have the same mindset, who believe in me and believe in my calling and my purpose. And um, and uh, they support me, you know, whether that's through prayer, whether that's through, like, um, correcting me, whether that's through letting me yeah. know, yo, this is... Uh, I'll send them stuff that I do sometimes before I like put it out and they'll be like, this is whack. I think you should fix this part of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think you can switch this up a little bit and yada, yada. So they'll critique what I do. Um, and um, yeah, so I think that's 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 the, the first thing I can think of is like you, you can't do it alone as, as much as uh, right. as much as sometimes we, we think, um, you know, you need to have you need to have a team of people who are going to support you because you're going to get disappointed. You're going to be like, man, I'm doing all this work. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make a change. I'm trying to make an impact and you, you know, you'll get exhausted. You'll wear yourself out and you're going to need, um, you know, you're going to need your squad. You're going to need your tribe. You're Aaron her to, to lift your hands when you can't. And, um, and I'd say like, secondly, like, um, like you are the only you there will ever be. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. there's balance, right? So have a team with you, but then realize, like I said, like you are the, no one else can do what you do. And um, if you try to be someone else or you try to do something like someone else, you're just going to come in second best. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like realizing I, I am the best at being me. Um, and I am the best at, you know, when I, when I come to this place, and this is another deep, like, subject matter for me, because um, for me, it was just like this, uh, this thing with being uh, multiracial. <clears throat> I was like, I struggled, and I felt like I was just like, trapped in this, in this place of like, I'm not Mexican enough for my Mexican friends, and I'm not black enough for my black friends. So wow. like, um, it was just like this really like challenging place to be. So I, I struggled with my identity, obviously, and struggled with like, where do I fit in? Like, sure. I don't know enough Spanish to like have a full conversation. 
Yeah. yeah. And I get looked at like I'm um, trying to be black by, you know, talking with an ax. Like I, I always would just talk, you know what I mean? Like how I talk. Yeah. People look at me like, and pe- it was it was just weird. People were like, oh, like, you know, I was trying to be black. And I'm like, nah, fam, like I am kind of. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So really, what you don't know is that I actually am. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, you know, just that identity crisis and not really knowing who I was as a person, but then realizing, like, okay, like, being set free from that, obviously, and realizing, like, you know, my identity is in Christ first. And um, um, who he sets free is free indeed. And so now I'm free, you know, to be who he made me to be. I'm, I'm free to be exactly who he made me to be. And it's not just... Yeah. A black kid it's not just a mexican kid it's not just yeah. a dancer it's not just an mc you know what i'm saying however yeah. however um the spirit moves on my heart and whatever like i feel inspired to do or feel compelled to do like um as, as long as i'm honoring god in it and um you know i'm not uh violating any personal convictions or like yeah you know what i'm saying like trying to bully my way to do it um you know yeah that's good you got quite a few people saying preach brother preach so you're hitting fire right now that's my mom Um, oh is it that's cool (laughs) kirsten said it too so you're you got friends and fam um i'm curious ivory because uh i have a lot of interracialness into my family too a lot all actually all my siblings are with people of a different race and i'm curious for you like as you settle that in your mind did you do you just settle like I, I'm Christian first, and you know I've I've settled that in my mind, and that makes me free. But like like the, as far as the way you see yourself, have you decided I'm both? I'm both all the time, and that's who I am. Or like how do you settle that you're both? Like how does that work? You know what I mean? Like I'm just curious because I don't. I, it's not me. Like I'm 100% black, obviously, but like should I marry somebody outside? I wonder how that works for kids. Or like when my siblings start having kids, like how does that work? You know what I mean? Like yeah. in your brain, like as a believer, having your identity in Christ, how do you settle that in your head? Sheesh. Yeah, that's, um, man, that was a process. I'll say that first. Like it's, um, it's not something I figured out, like, you know, um, the day after I received Christ or the day after I yeah. solidified like, oh, like um, I'm a, I'm a joint, I'm a co-heir to the throne. You know what I mean? Like I have this, this, um, this new nature in Christ and, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good. Like it definitely was a process. And I feel like still to this day, like it's, it's something I'm still kind of like, it still has to be acknowledged and I still have to like process through some things. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's almost like a dual citizenship. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know how else to like put it. I feel like, um, you know, even as believers, we have dual citizenship, you know, we're citizens of heaven, citizens on earth. And, um, you know, being multiracial, like, um, I'm able to, to relate and, um, I'm able to, uh, speak about and, um, yeah, I guess just relate to certain things. You know what I mean? There's, there's certain things that happen in the Latino culture that are just significant to the Latino culture. There are things that are significant to, um, you know, black culture, African-American culture. And it's like, yeah. I, I relate and I bounce back and forth. And it's like, if, mm. if black people don't know, don't know something about what Latinos do, then I, I can help them understand that. If 
Like, mm. if those don't understand something that black people do, I can help you understand that. You know what I'm saying? I feel mm. just being, um, just being a bridge, you know what I'm saying? Being a bridge, yeah. being a representative mm. both is just like, it's really cool. It's really dope because the other, awesome. the other thing is like, I'm not even just um, half and half, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not half black and I'm not half Mexican. Like, um, my mom is Mexican and Spanish. Like, her dad's from Spain. Um, my, mm. my dad is Ethiopian, Mexican, Native American, and German. Um, mm. So, like, I have... Wow. This is hodgepodge. There's some everything in you. You just got everything. And so, like, I, um, I want to do my best to represent, you know, who I am and, and, and where I come from. And, um, That's awesome. And be able to, you know, just stand stand as a, a conduit, you know, a conduit for the for the glory of God and, you know, the, yeah. the culture of the church and be a conduit for the, the Latino culture, the, the black culture, and just <clears throat> just say, here I am, use me however you need to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> Yo no That's hablo awesome. mucho espanol, pero. That's good though, man. Well, why don't you, uh, uh, Wrap us out on some of your bars uh, before we go. Shoot. Okay. Ah, pressure. Uh, <laughs> like a whole, like a whole song, or just like a few, like one verse, one verse. Damn. You could whatever you feel most comfortable with. This is this is for Godly Games too, because Godly Games called you out and like to give us some bars. So you, you're doing this for the fans out there. You know there. who that is? Who is that? That's um. He's a friend of mine, Teddy Mogul. He runs a clothing company called Godly Games. Him and his wife together do it. So, okay. uh, fitness apparel. Yeah, okay. they're they're good people for so sure. So I'm getting free merch after this, is what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> I I can't say it. I can't say it, but hey, <laughs> you know what? If they don't, I'm gonna get you something. This is theirs, actually. This sweatshirt. Word. Um. Okay. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out what to what to what to spit. My sister just said, "Come on, you got this." I'm just trying to figure yeah. out what to spit out. All right, so this came from a from a place of like uh, <clears throat> realizing that I'm getting older. Getting older is like a little scary, a little a little freaky. Um, mm -hmm. That's kind of where this came from, but <clears throat> it goes like this. 10, 10, 1985. Heartbeat boxing when he opened his eyes. Oh, I don't want to do it. I'm nervous. <laughs> you got it, man. Just kidding. Just kidding. You got it. All right. 10, 10, 1985. Heartbeat boxing when he opened his eyes. 32 years young. Thank God I'm alive. But 33 is coming soon, homie. I can't lie. I'm fighting in the battle of my life. Fam, there's a war in my soul. I'm trying to live like Christ. Love my wife, but there's days when I want to lose control. Yo, yeah. tell me how you feel. Can I tell you how I feel? You, you really want me to be way too real? Because I know I got to yield. I know I got to kneel. I know I got to deny my own will. My flesh I got to kill and never lagging zeal. But son, there's mornings that really ain't the deal. I question what I'm doing with my time, who I let get it, how I spend it. Ain't no way to ever hear rewind. Being young is a real hot commodity. Because dog, if I ever win the lottery... I'm buying back a decade. Give me back my 20s. That's when I had plenty because I didn't have much. God gave me what I yeah. needed. Had my own steeds. Didn't have a whole lot of people pulling on me. By the age of 23, I had some real flat credentials. Now I got to fight to keep God in my schedule. Mm. That's good. Like I'm man. learning like what it takes to check that 
same damn mistake. They say it's better late before you get to, oh, well, I've been through hell and back and your boy's still cold. Let's go. <laughs> Way to go, man. That was awesome. That was really good. I feel like I've heard that one before, maybe on your feed. So, guys, you got to check out what he's doing on the gram. Yeah. Fire. People said, oh. Dang. So, thank you for sharing that. And if people want to stay in touch with you, follow you, mm -hmm. uh, connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, on the gram. You can hit me up on the gram. DM me. Uh, I don't really do Twitter or Facebook. Okay. So, hit me up on the gram. The gram is the way. Love it. Well, thank you so much. Thank oh, yeah. you so much for being here. You're great. I Phenomenal. Thank you so you did much. a great job, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.